Hi, I'm Robin Birkin. Welcome to the Fertility Warriors podcast, a place for women struggling to conceive to find emotional support, conception advice, and real talk. To me, being a warrior means knowing that true glory is in rising every time we fall, having the courage to feel afraid, and being ready for whatever challenges cross our path. So welcome, warrior. You're on your way. And I promise to support and guide you on every single episode. Let's begin. 2018. When I picture 2018, I picture some incredible highs, some wonderful achievements, and also some really shitty moments like my husband collapsing on me in the emergency room of a hospital, buzzers going and doctors rushing out. That's kind of what I picture in 2018. So I wanted to drop in. It's been four months since my last podcast. A lot happened in 2018 and I wanted to drop in, let you know what happened and also at the end, talk to you about my three, I guess, key words for 2019 and what they might mean to me Um, And you might choose to have those same keywords as well. So 2018 started with me deciding that I was not going to go back to my old day job and I was going to work from home. For several years now, I've had this passion for fertility, working with women and their infertility based on my own experience. And if we rewind a little bit further, 2017 was the year that I went into hospital and ended up with a hysterectomy. And I also had young Olivia and young Chloe, and I am not such a baby person, I'll be honest. I find babies really hard to look after, especially because at my core, I'm quite a type A person. I like routine. I like things to be calm. I like things to be the same. I like to be in the zone, and babies do not conform to anyone's schedule. And so I find that quite difficult and I seem to have babies who don't sleep very well. So sleep deprivation is kind of just a way of living for me now. But 2018, I was really excited. It was sort of the start of me getting my life, my body back. We had started our journey to conceive at the beginning of 2012. And so it had been a lot of putting certain things on hold. There were some things in my life that I needed to put on hold in pursuit of having babies. Little things, but things that, you know, had kind of been on my to-do list that never got done. So for example, getting my legs lasered. I have really dark, thick hair and that extends all over my body. And getting my legs lasered has been on my to-do list for a very long time. I wanted to do a juice cleanse. Both of those things are things that aren't really recommended for women who are trying to conceive. So 2018 was the start of fresh beginnings for me, this new business, helping women who are struggling and being of service, doing things that I love, which is working on computers, being in front of cameras, all of that kind of stuff really speaks to me. So it was a really exciting start. And if you have followed me from my newsletter, you'll know that it kind of all came crashing down in the middle of the year. So May, everything was going really great. And I was doing one-to-one coaching as well as my Fertility Warrior Intensive Program, which was a group coaching program. And it's been really great. I've been really blessed and fortunate to work with all clients who have been 
just willing to take all of the advice and beautiful people. All of my group coaching and one-to-one clients have all been really lovely people. They've had great results, really positive messages and things like that. But we got into May and the wheels for me started to fall off. I am a people person. I need to be around people. I feed off the energy of people in person. I started to just feel really lonely. In the middle of the year, my parents went away on holiday. I spend a lot of time with my family. They went away and I just had this feeling of, oh, hang on a second. I've put all my eggs in one basket. And then came September. I had been offered a really great day job. If I could choose what I wanted to do in a day, if I could choose the flexibility that I needed, the amount of hours that I needed, this was it. It just was offered to me out of the blue. Someone who I knew came to me and said to me that there was this position available. Sounded too good to be true. It is. I love it there every day. So that opportunity became available. I took it. So I was working at a day job and Ross calls me. Just to let you know, I'm in a great deal of pain here. And I was like, what? And he said, I'm just going to have a rest. So that was fine. I called him 20 minutes later. I said, how are you going? He said, yep, I've just been lying down and I feel a bit better. And then fast forward to about an hour or two later, and he's calling me while I'm driving home from work in peak hour traffic. And he's like, I'm in a lot of pain. You need to get here now and take me to a hospital. Because he's a stubborn man, he wouldn't go and get himself an ambulance. So he just resorted to calling me every 10 minutes when I was stuck in traffic and couldn't do anything. We got to the hospital. He collapsed at hospital. I wasn't allowed to go back there. I thought maybe he'd had like a stroke. He collapsed on me. His eyes were fluttering like he was having this mini seizure. It turned out that he had ruptured his spleen and was then transferred to hospital for five nights. Uh, He came out and 10 days later was back in hospital with two collapsed lungs, pneumonia, a staph infection, and obviously a re-ruptured spleen. And so it's been quite a long recovery for Ross. And he's still, he's just this week gone back to working full-time. He runs his own business. So that's been quite tough as well, trying to keep a business afloat. And also, you know, when you work for yourself, you obviously have to earn your own money. And if you don't work, then the money doesn't come in. It's not like sick leave or anything like that. So that was quite stressful. But at the same time, little Olivia was in and out of hospital herself. She gets kind of a cross between asthma and croup. When she gets sick, her airways close up. So she's had quite a few trips to the emergency room as well. And in that moment, it just felt like everything was really hard like I was swimming and couldn't keep afloat and trying to juggle all of these balls and dropping all of them. And it's been quite a long time on my journey since I've had moments like that. And if I go back to my journey with infertility, I certainly had quite a number of sort of panic attacks and feelings where it felt like I was drowning in everything, like it was all getting too hard, didn't know what I was doing. And so it was kind of a journey in taking my own advice. I have a dear friend who's in the process of gaining her PhD. She's a clinical psychologist. She's amazing. She's done some interviews with me for the Fertility Warrior Intensive. And I ended up having sort of a few appointments with her. And it really, a lot of the advice was the advice that I give to people, which is focusing on deep breathing focusing on 
being calm and trying to calm yourself in the good moments and not just during during the panic attack moments. Trying to keep things in perspective, trying to acknowledge that this is just a physical manifestation of what you are feeling and not something to feel ashamed of, something to accept and something to know that it will always pass. But all little bits of advice and things that I try to pass on to other people was the advice that I needed to take. I had to drink my own medicine for a change and it just pulled everything back into perspective. 2018 has been the year of me. I've gone out and found a job that really resonates with me and started to do things for myself. As we came to the end of the year, I started the process of getting my legs lasered and just with a few days to spare, I also did a juice cleanse. Ross is getting a lot better and it really comes back to that whole thing of this too shall pass. So I know that sometimes you might feel like you're stuck in this mess and like it's never going to get better and you feel like you're drowning and that you might just be, you know, in this muddy place for a really long time. And I want to reassure you that it does all pass. And sometimes even if you do nothing, everything still passes. When you feel sadness, when you feel anger, whatever feelings that you have, they will organically pass. You don't need to do anything. You don't need to cover them up. You don't need to always be brave or courageous or anything like that. They will always subside. But so I had these panic attacks and these moments of what the hell is going on, as I'm sure you do sometimes. And I had a bit of a wig out, I'll be honest. I ended up sending this email saying, that's the end. I can't do any of this anymore. I'm struggling. It's the last round of the Fertility Warrior Intensive and we have run the last round of the intensive because it definitely needs a bit of a change of format and things like that because the really limited amount of time that I have at the moment. But it really forced me to get clear on what my priorities were and sometimes we need those wig out. Sometimes when we don't have these big breakdowns, then we kind of just skim under the surface of not really coping, not really knowing why, kind of just floating along life, not really, I guess, enjoying things. And then you have these moments of real clarity when you feel like you've hit rock bottom. When I had my miscarriage, that was another moment of feeling like I've hit rock bottom and then reassessing, getting clear on my goals, my why, my values. And so it was all, you know, had its purpose And it really forced me to get clear for 2019. What do I want and why do I want it? And so here I am now. I have these three, I guess, themes for 2019. One of those is grace. And that is the grace that I will give myself when things get too hard. The grace of not needing to be perfect all the time. Uh, Give myself grace to take time to do things. And to just know that I am always leaning towards what feels good, what feels right, what is in alignment with the values that I have in life. The next one is grit. And the whole reason why everything I do is based around warriors is because I believe that sometimes resilience, grit, determination, just even plodding on with life, taking one step in front of the other is such a powerful thing and such a powerful thing for us to understand as well, that if we just keep going, if we just dredge through for a little bit, even when it feels like 
everything is really tough and all we do is keep going and putting one foot in front of the other, we do get through. I feel that grit is such a powerful word and so many of us fail to really appreciate how powerful that can be. And the next one is gratitude because I am actually really lucky in life. There are so many things that all of us take for granted in a daily basis. My own gratitude habits have slipped in the last 12 months and it's just a reminder for me to always be grateful for what I have because I have a lot. I have done a lot. I am very lucky to live where I live. We are so lucky. If you are listening to this and you are in a first world country, you are so lucky for the medical assistance that you receive. Trust me. So I want to live every day in 2019 with gratitude for what I do have and feeling lucky. You know, Ross was very ill. Things could have been quite different for him. We got through 2018. We're now here in 2019. Touch wood. We have started the year with everyone happy and healthy. And I'm really excited. I, you know, I figured out my why. Why do I do this? Why do I keep showing up? Even though I've struggled with consistency, why do I keep showing up for women who are trying to conceive? And I have figured out why. And my why is that I started this journey and we were trying for a year before we saw a fertility specialist. And then we were trying for another year while we were at a fertility clinic. And this is not the fault of any fertility clinic. My fertility clinic was and is actually amazing. But it took two years for me to then be offered a counselling appointment. I could have gone to a counsellor myself. I didn't. Just because also I didn't, I guess I didn't know that that was available to me. Maybe there was a stigma associated with that. But I was at rock bottom for two years. The advice that the therapist gave me or the counsellor gave me was at that point nothing new to me. It was nothing earth shattering. It wasn't someone who had been in these trenches and understood. It was a lady who was about 60. And I, what I needed in that moment was somebody who understood what I was going through, who had been there and not like years and years ago. I needed someone who had been in those shoes recently. I wanted someone who understood, who could give me practical tips and advice who could tell me what they did that helped and not two years after I start. Whether you just listen to the podcast, whether you go to the website at robinburken.com and look up the programs, look up my story with my lessons, whatever it is, whether you are just part of the Facebook group, whatever it is, I want you to feel like you have that support at your fingertips right now and that you know that that support is out there as well. So, you know, and I still feel jacked off. Why do I do this? Because I still feel jacked off that I had to wait two years to be able to receive some assistance that actually wasn't that helpful in the end. So 2018 helped to remind me of why I do this. I'm excited for 2019 because I have a podcast planned for nearly every week. So a bit crazy of how I've gone to feeling snowed under to how I've received some clarity as well on how I can pump out all of this. But fingers crossed, I'm excited. I hope you will stick with me on this journey in 2019. If you've had a shitty 2018, let's clear the slate. We're in a new year now and it's time for the magic to happen. Let's hope, let's believe that that baby dust will come our way. Okay, great talking to you and I will catch you next time. 
Thank you for listening to the Fertility Warriors podcast with me, your host, Robin Birkin. If you would like more tools, resources, and courses to help you survive your journey, please head to robinbirkin.com. And if you liked this podcast, please make sure you subscribe, rate, and review it. I look forward to catching you at the next episode.